Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm really excited to bring you another episode this week featuring my friend Howard Bowens, a movement practitioner, a wellness coach. He is the CEO of Well Vibes Organic CBD, and that's what this podcast dives deep into, and that's CBD, CBD and exercise, CBD and recovery, cannabis in general. Right? We talk about the pros and cons. We talk about the individuality of all this and how cannabis works with the individual. So without further ado, here's the podcast with Howard Bowens. Make sure to follow him on Instagram at Body by Bowens. A wealth of knowledge. Follow Well Vibes Organic on Instagram as well. And here's the podcast. Enjoy. Uh, the concept is cannabis and exercise, right? Tying the two together, you know, we believe exactly. we believe that it's it's a it's a big thing. A lot of people are interested in that, and then there's really no no type of content that's out there that intertwines the two. And uh, you know, it's uh, it could be beneficial. It's a lot a lot of guys find it beneficial. Girls find it beneficial, and uh, I think it's interesting to talk about and make a show around. I think there's a lot of interesting dialogue content that can come about cannabis. Uh, nervous system, uh, you know, the muscular skeletal system, uh, you know, hormones and balance and all that stuff. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, man. I mean, you hit it on the head, like exercise, cannabis, but not just that, but like health and wellness and cannabis to just like put it on another, uh, pedestal, I guess. Yeah. An all encompassing pedestal. Um, but there's a reason why there's medical cannabis programs across the United States. You know, there's a reason why, um, you know, they're allowing for this to happen because there's, there's research and piling, piling up. Yeah. That, uh, there's been be helpful for all kinds of things, man. And, you know, I think, I think at one point, you know, it was thought of as an argument for stoners and, you know, lazy people, quote unquote, like, oh, they're just trying to find a reason to use cannabis. You know, like, there's no way that it's actually, like, you can actually prove that it's beneficial for your health. Yeah. Um, but that's, that frame of mind is uh, kind of brought on just by a lot of uh, false um, narratives out there totally. about cannabis. Um, first of all, it, there's no one way that cannabis affects you. Like cannabis is like a, a spectrum of different um, plants that can do all kinds of different, have all kinds of different effects on you. Totally, um, and then so and like, they work they work differently with different types of people during uh, under different types of environments, right? Like they're going to have exactly. a different effect depending on what that person's equilibrium is at, whether it's at equal balance or it's all over the place, right? And aside from the person, I mean, there's a reason why you go into a dispensary and you see like, you know, hundreds of different strains of cannabis that all have their own specific effect. Um, so like, I, was, I was talking to John Bonaducci today and he was talking about how he went to a Las Vegas uh, dispensary and it was called, uh, fuck, I forgot what it was called. But he, you know, it's like the Apple store of marijuana. That's, he, that's how he described it. And he said, like, a dude comes up to you called the Bud Tender, and he knows everything about all the different strains. So he kind of gets a feel for what your day is like. He kind of gets an idea for what you're doing. 
and he recommends the best types of strains for the best type of outcome or state of consciousness, rather. Really interesting, right? Was it called Acres Cannabis? Uh, fudge, I don't know. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember what the hell it was called. But there's a big, there's a big one uh, not too far from the strip called Acres Cannabis that I went to when I was out there, and uh, it's pretty solid, man. It, it, I mean, listen, this industry is 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 really taking off on the West Coast. If you've been to California in the past, you know, three years and have purchased um, cannabis legally as an adult, um, you definitely have seen where this is all types of different dispensaries, all catering to all kinds of different crowds. You know what I mean? So that's what I mean. Like there, there is no like single cannabis crowd culture that we've been told about as far as like, Oh, cannabis is, uh, this is the type of person that smokes cannabis. Um, we now, there's all kinds of different markets for it. Um, there's people that want to go into a fancy lounge and smoke cannabis. There's people that just want to go somewhere quick and get some cheap cannabis. I mean, it, 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 all types of different uh, types of people, personalities. Um, and the thing about cannabis is you usually connect it to uh, some an interest, another interest, right? So usually it's not like just cannabis. It's like, oh, cannabis, and then I like to play video games. Or cannabis, and then I like to study. Cannabis, and then I like to work out um so all kinds of different walks of life and activities that you can pair with it to you know enhance your experience definitely now that being said my biggest question is how do we how do we transition and communicate all this good information this positive information positive information Mm -hmm. for humanity in general to academia how do we make this transition smooth in schools how do we make this like how do we talk about all this without people getting pissed off in the sensitive culture i mean probably people are gonna get pissed off but like how do we decide what those guidelines are and how do we teach it how do we discuss it i know obviously you're not someone in education but like what what are your thoughts on that and what's the best way to go about it i know a lot of people are, are living in fear about that i know that personally that's been one of the biggest hurdles for me is talking about this publicly sharing my experiences and and being okay with the repercussions because like i feel like there's there should be balance there yeah i mean like the the fear is always just based off of uh ignorance man like people are afraid of things that they don't understand um and but even me dude like i'll say i'll say for myself that like I'm afraid even to talk about positive personal benefit, you know, versus uh, just talking in generality. I feel like still like I'd be limited there. And, you know, I just want to be a little bit more open about this and and have this be perceived as like, uh, you know, something that's a little bit more mainstream now and a little bit more natural. But again, I want to go about it in a classy way. I want to go about it in an intelligent way and talk about cannabis like, it should be talked about something that's respected, something that could be used as a resource. And there's hundreds and thousands of different ways that people can use this for a benefit. Let's talk about, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be anyone's job to normalize Kansas. Okay. So like it's, 
we created this podcast because we're trying to just educate people. Yeah. Okay, but we're we're still only going to probably get people that like cannabis and want and probably know how they feel the benefits they get from it while using cannabis and doing exercise and they want to get a little bit more information as to like specifically man there are studies out there that are showing that there's positive effects to cannabis now there's always going to be people that are against it just like there's always are always people that are going to be against alcohol right like there we don't have to have a campaign that goes out and shows people that like you can go out and responsibly have a good time with alcohol it's not anyone's job to do that um except for you know if you have the alcohol business and you're trying to reach your target market you're going to have a certain strategy but you know basically for the most part it's like i drink alcohol you don't like it i personally don't care i'm not breaking the law right yeah so you know the perception is basically going to change when the law changes that makes um, sense. so here in illinois, in illinois the law is going to change in january um people are going to see that like not that much is going to change i think i think proponents are afraid that like the state's going to flip upside down people aren't going to go to work anymore Do people really um, feel that they think that for real i mean what what other cause would you have to be outraged are you outraged because someone has the ability to in their private property use cannabis responsibly what's what's outrageous about that yeah, dude, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I'm just not, like, I don't, I, mean, I usually tend to think a little bit more free and, like, think about things that have benefit towards people. And if there's definitely enough benefit with not any repercussion, then, yeah, it seems like it's probably a good thing. And I don't know, just with the way that I've, it's affected my life, you know, it's just, uh, it's just been nothing but a positive thing. And I've learned, I've learned respectfully how to use it. And I've learned, what it what it can do for me I've, I've understood a little bit more on a deeper level what it can do for people whether they like the psychoactive property or not you know what i'm saying so right um i just i guess in a in a society today where you know and maybe this part of this is my personal issue it's just i've been submersed in this corporate academia world where it's 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 part of my programming that i'm just trying to shake off taylor swift style you know what i'm saying so right. I guess that's something to be aware of and just be like, well, this is something that I was afraid of talking because I was a fear. I was fearful of losing my job. You know, like they don't sign my right. fucking text anymore. So silly. I'm it's not going to like, live that way. Performance wise, if someone's doing a great job with what they're doing, um, why would the simple fact that they protect and partake in a certain activity in their spare time, why should that have anything to do with anything, right? Like, right. So, why does God have the ability to peer into your personal life and decide what you should be doing when it's time for you to relax and be off the clock? It's silly. The bottom line absolutely. is, if you're diligent and you work hard and you get work done, period, you're getting work done regardless of whatever, whatever else you're doing. If you're lazy and you're not getting work done, you're, because you're lazy and you're not getting work done. Period. It's not because right. of someone smoking. Not because of someone drinking alcohol. They're making those decisions. They're making the decision to abuse that instead of maybe doing something they're supposed to do. That's that has nothing to do with the substance itself, right? 
Right. So <clears throat> I tried not to go to work because I really enjoy watching TV. And I would much rather sit down and watch TV than go to work. Does that mean that the TV is making me not go to work? You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I totally so like why in that instance would we say, no, it's not the TV, it's the person. But in another instance, we'll say, oh, it's not the person, it's the weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess it's just so, that fucking years of stigma attached to it that just, you know, people got to shake off. And when one person says it, another person hears it, you know, another person agrees and says, yeah, we don't need drugs legal. Like, it's drugs. Like, there's a lot of, there's still a lot of negativity that's associated with it. And, I don't know. Like, I don't care. Like I'm learning to not care. And, um, I, like I said, it's been, let's talk about, let's, let's talk different. about the, let's talk about benefits. Cannabis. Okay. So you have yeah. something cannabis full of cannabinoids, right? Mm-hmm. These are what give us the therapeutic effect, whether it contributes to the psychoactivity or whether it contributes to, um, a myriad of other things mm. could be, uh, relaxation, um, could be uh, relaxation of muscles specifically, relaxation um, of nervous system, mm-hmm. um, could be uh, drowsiness, could be um, heightened sense of taste, could be heightened sense of uh, motor learning. Yes, um, that's what I've experienced. Okay, so all these different effects that that come from cannabis that are scientifically proven that these compounds found in cannabis uniquely affect our nervous system um, and the internal workings of our body um, to benefit us in a variety of ways. Um, And that's exactly like, uh, you know, how other things that we do on a day-to-day basis affect us as well. So what we have to understand is like any choice we make is going to have effect on our nervous system. Now, yeah. most of the time, we're making choices that stress our nervous system. I say that according to our culture in the United States right now. Yeah, culturally high, in the, high strong, super demanding. Correct. Culturally in the United States, high strong, demanding, overly serious, and um, not very accepting, not very open-minded. Right. Um, not very uh, healthy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, not very healthy at all. Correct. So like used correctly, cannabis can definitely reinforce or support a healthy lifestyle um, in, a, in a few different ways. So let's just say sleep. We don't give enough, get enough sleep in this country. We don't um, put enough emphasis on stress management in this country. Okay. Stress, stress and anxiety are, is, is the reported, the main reported cause of why people have difficulty getting to sleep. And if they get to sleep, getting into a deep sleep because they're constantly worried and they're anxious and they're thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow. They're thinking about what happened today at work or what happened today with the family, so on and so on and so forth. And they're not, we're not used to exercises. We're not used to doing things that are going to help us calm down our nervous system um, and switch to a more restful mode. So we're able to get to sleep and we're able to sleep deeper. Uh, so we know that cannabinoids can improve that. Okay? Uh, cannabinoids also improve 
the nervous system state of our body when we're awake. Uh, so when we're going about their day-to-day business, it can help improve anxiety. Um, it can also help uh, improve digestion. Um, it can help activate different parts of our brain um, that might have been neglected, um, creating blood flow to different parts of our brain, creating activity in different neurotransmitters, so on and so forth. So like this can, can really this can really activate parts of our body that have been, um, you know, disregarded. And now, you know, how does these, that, now, how does that relate right there to when we do exercise? How can that enhance when we're moving? So there's, there's an optimal state for learning, say, uh, there's an optimal state for um, retaining information when we're reading, right? That's why when we read, we like to be in a quiet space. We like to be relaxed. Um, we like to be focused. So we're changing um, our brain state at the time to be, I guess, uh, more useful for retaining information from reading. Mm. Um, so there's, there's a certain nervous system state that also would help us to retain information uh, from, say, a workout. And you know, neural imaging, neural scanning has shown that parts of our brain that are responsible um, for, uh, you know, retention of motor patterns and exercise and um, opening our mind to understand the exercise in a different way. Um, cannabis helps create those new um, motor units uh, when coupled with exercise. Uh, so there's research that's found that um, that happens, and there's also research that shows that both uh, of the major cannabinoids, CBD and THC, are both very strong antioxidants that help to um, work against cellular stress. So cellular stress is the um, main cause of aging. Um, if we're thinking about people that age rapidly versus people that don't, um, different stresses in our body, whether it comes from nutrition, uh, whether it comes from psychological stress, whether it comes from um, physical stress, uh, how well we're able to um, recover is going to determine um, kind of how rapidly our body breaks down from stress. So uh, cannabinoids, CBD and THC help to work against uh, that part of the uh, that, that mechanism that would stress our body out, that would increase the rate of aging. Um, so it can be considered, uh, and a lot of and CBD right now is really considered an anti-aging uh, agent because of that. Um, and before law, once we kind of are able to uh, get our heads out of our butt and kind of like look at research and kind of like open our minds to maybe we weren't doing things the quote unquote right way before, totally. uh, we'll understand cannabis is going to be a major player an anti-aging major player in uh, battling neurodegeneration. Uh, I was at the dispensary uh, the other day and someone came to pick up a cannabis for their father who had Alzheimer's and she was just like ranting and raving how much it's helped him mm. um, be able to activate those parts of the brain. So like different uh, neurodegenerative diseases um, are really many times caused by 
lack of activation in the brain and blood flow of the brain um, because like we talked about before, different parts of the brain are responsible for different things. Um, so if we're someone who neglects exercise and only works on uh, and, and only worries about like working at a desk and things that involve, uh, you know, mental aptitude, we're not using our entire brain. Okay, so I'm not saying there's a, there's a time and a place for everything. There's a time and a place for uh, being analytical and using those parts of our brains. There's a time and a place for exercising and understanding that movement is not just fitness, but movement is information being sent to our body about how we're experiencing the world around us. Okay. When we're doing something like a cartwheel, right, our body has to uh, take in the information when we're right side up, when we're lateral, kind of sideways, and when we're upside down. Think about just going through those three motions fluently. Um, the change of our body in relation to gravity, our body has to interpret all that, right, like very quickly, and also has to interpret um, how efficiently it can produce energy for that movement, how efficiently it's going to recover it after that movement is produced, and how, when we land, are we going to be better able to orient ourselves to the environment around us. So it's like all types of information. It's not just like we're working about, we're not, we're not just working on muscles, okay? It's a very important part of being a living being is interpreting information from uh, the environment. Totally, man. That's that's my kind of language. And I got to say, like, you started really when we first, you know, started doing podcasts together back in February. Did we, we never did anything in 2018, did we? Did we just first meet in 2019? I'm trying to think back. I believe so. I yeah. So, like, we started going back to, you know, Feb February of 2019. And I contribute, like, you really starting this, this evolution for me in wellness and fitness all together and the whole idea of interpreting information because everything is frequency and vibration right and like the more balanced we become i've just been m more interested in this idea that we interpret that information as pure as possible and it really optimizes the way we do everything think you know our mood our energy our decision making, the way that we react to, uh, you know, things that happen that may not be, you know, something that we want or an outcome that we, we totally agree in. So like, how do we react in those types of situations? And uh, that is a lot of how we keep creating environments, right? So if we're doing things to optimize, then and we understand the information purely then we keep creating this positive energy and flow with you know our environment constantly and the people that we interact with and the people that they interact with and it's just uh you know this uh this webbing of goodness all around and i think that's something that is a, a bigger idea when it comes to being fit right uh, somebody's wellness as a whole and uh i just think it's i just think it's super interesting to to go down that path as opposed to you know the first 10 years of my fitness career it's 
you know, really just looking at the types of foods, the types of diets, calories in, calories out, you know, different types of workout splits. It's just, fuck, man, just from February on, like my, my information has just, I feel like has evolved so much. My mindset has evolved so much on all of this. That's great. I mean, it just sounds like you just take, you just, you know, when you learn new stuff and you learn new ways of interpreting things, it just gives you so much more information about a, about a thing that you just realized before you were blinded to. And I think, I think a lot of people, I think a lot of people assume that like science has like reached its like limit, you know, like before Mm -hmm. we were born, you know, like it's like we go through school and we think that we figured everything out. And I think that's the assumption when people like finish college is like, Oh, we've, we've mankind or like the United States to learn as much about most things as we can. And I think a lot of people don't realize like how far from the truth that's been. Um, and, you know, just the past five years has been much more research on um, looking at health and wellness from a holistic point of view. And so then people have been more um, motivated to do research studies about uh, you know, uh, well-being and um, emotion, you know, it can being happy or can laughing or can being in a happy environment contribute to someone's health and well-being. And we know now that that's a major factor. That's, yeah, uh, that's so, I feel, honestly, dude, it's, it is like the factor. I think, I think it's like one of the major players in everything you know, that we do everything that makes up our personality, that how we think and contribute to the world, how we, you know, react and have emotion towards certain things, you know, like environment fucking is, is everything. And that's why, you know, another reason why as I do this work and, you know, I come across people like you, it's, dude, it's attracted, like this type of work has attracted more of people like you, like, you know, Veronica, she's somebody else who's, who's got this upbeat personality and, and vibes well, and and has an impact on so many people. And, you know, just all the other people that I'm sure that you had encounter with, you know, the doctor that we went to go meet not too long ago, you know, we give a shout out to her. What's her name? Sarah, man, Sarah, man. Right. So like, it's, uh, it's interesting how like, you know, you attract that type of person or that a type of situation just from how you behave in your own environment and how it impacts you. So like, if we can trace it back down to, or if we can trace like exercise and movement and breathing to creating more of a balance physically and mentally, and that pertains to breaking down information from the environment, like this is how we contribute to the world, right? This is how we basically give a little bit of a helping hand because there's information out there, mountains of information that says this is beneficial. It can help humanity a little bit. And uh, we're just trying to break down that information for people to understand really with this, with the show that we're going to do with this podcast, just, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good, uh, you know, time to just sit here and just chat with you at the end of the day. And like, I feel, always feel like I learn a shit ton when you talk and I'm just kind of like, trying to process everything because you're you're a bookworm dude jesus (laughs) (laughs) so like let me talk talk to me a little bit about your workout routine 
And I, you know, I've taken a lot from you because you like to flow. You get, you've gotten rid of all reps and sets. Am I correct? Uh, yeah. I mean, I haven't gotten fully away from it, but I, I stopped worrying about it so much. Mm-hmm. I, I put, a, I put less of a box around my workouts. Yeah. So like me too. I don't, I don't like, I like to be moving around. Now. Yeah. I like to be experiencing the space, the open space, like in understanding what my body can do and understanding how I can link things together to perform interesting sequences that yeah. could actually be functional, you know, hitting. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the kind of thing that helps to create new, uh, like motor units in, in our, you know, in our body. Sure. Um, Which transition to, you know, cognitive uh, aspects. Now, let me ask you this. How much do you premeditate uh, cannabis use, then exercise, or exercise in cannabis use, and then go into doing something creative, like coming up with some branding, or you know, maybe writing a blog post, or going and doing a podcast, or whatever, or do, shooting some content? Do you ever do anything like that so that you can spike your brain oh, a little bit? Yeah, man. Like, listen, I can I can say this is anecdotal evidence. My experience with cannabis is like. It opens my eyes to things that I have, like, when we're stubborn and when we, when we really are, like, you know, sometimes I can be focused on one goal, so mm-hmm. much so that I don't allow any flexibility of thinking, Yeah. Um, which means answer could be right under my nose and I can just, like, not see it because I'm so hyper-focused on, like, what I think is going to impress this person or what do I think is going to, I, what do I think I have to do based on like traditional business practice or what, you know, like, right. When you become so fixed, creative solutions can like escape you. Right. You like, you don't even see them. So they just like go directly into your subconscious. You don't even acknowledge them and that's goodbye. Like that's goodbye to that idea. See ya. (laughs) Exactly. And then I'll like use cannabis and then uh, like right away, I'll be like, why didn't I think like, why didn't I just do that? You know? Yeah. Like the answer was literally right in front of me or why don't I just change this real quick? If it makes more sense, then change it. You know, like, or or, like that kind of a flexible mindset um, happens to me. Like, and I'm already a creative person. Yeah. Um, You know, I was really, I'm still into art, but I mean, when I was younger, I used to draw a lot. I'm, I definitely, when I was younger, I would spend more time doing artistic type stuff, like drawing. I would draw all the time um, than I would physical stuff when I was really young. When, uh, when, um, you, when you were in school, were you like a, a really good academic student too? Or? Um, so my school changed with my like life situation. So when I was really like, when I was first going to school, I was like really doing really well. I was like being skipped grades, like, like getting put into like different programs because of like my reading skills or like stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, really really fast reading skills. Yeah. Yeah. And just, uh, like reading comprehension was always a huge thing for me. Um, I was, I was always like, elementary school I was always put like into classes that were ahead like Hmm. programs that were ahead whatever and then um I have like a lot of traumatic issues in my life like with family 
with my mom. My mom got in a car accident. Um, my dad, me and my dad didn't have a good relationship. Um, and, you know, that, the loss of like the mother figure in my life and the, the lack of dependence, the lack of trust with my father figure, yeah. like mess. A lot of times I was, just, I, I had high, really high anxiety. And then when that, when that happened, I kind of like my school went downhill because I was like, so focused on that stuff. And like, I felt like nobody was around and I feel like, you know, it was before this whole health and wellness balance craze and people were just like, didn't care. You know what I mean? Like people were like, Oh, they didn't think like that kind of stuff affected anything. It was, it was definitely tough and I struggled, but I, I mean, I always knew like, this, the work wasn't the hard part. Like the understanding wasn't the hard part. It was just like, I didn't have any motivation to do anything. Yeah. That's gotta be tough as fuck. Holy cow. And then, uh, you know, I found football and that was something I could kind of just like pour my emotions into. And I happened to be good at it. And so that kind of gave me a little bit more motivation to finish strong towards the end of my academic career. Um, but I was the kind of person that I was just focused on the wrong, not the wrong things, but I was focused on different things at the time um, and was dealing with like so many emotional issues. I kind of just like, I would get so anxious. I would just lose motivation completely. I'd just be like, I don't even want to do this. I don't want to do anything. Like, I don't want to go home. Like all kinds of, you know what I mean? Like all kinds of different stuff. So like that instability for sure derailed me. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, then there was the other part of me that just like, bled into books so I just started reading a ton to escape like not hanging out with my dad or to escape reality of like the situation with my family and stuff like that I would just be in books just like you know, reading different stories to almost make me feel like I was in those stories um so yeah it was it was an interesting it was an interesting thing but like once I finished school once I really got back in touch with my spirituality and like understood like my harmful patterns that I like would put myself in based, you know, because I was, I wasn't able to deal with the past. Um, once I was able to like look at the past in the eye and just like say like, you're not going to control me. I know what I'm capable of doing. Um, that's kind of when like I was able to kind of like actually put, my skills to use and understand that those skills didn't go away or that like no school or anything could, could tell me what I understand, what I don't understand. We have access to information constantly. Um, if we could motivate ourselves to get that information and if we find something useful in that information we have with the internet and with all kinds of different resources, the ability to, um, express those different things in different ways. So that that ultimately is my goal in a nutshell is to use my unique way of thinking about things and understanding um, of health and wellness, exercise, and now cannabis. Because anything I, anything I like make an effort to learn about, I kind of get obsessed with, obsessed yeah, with yeah. it. Yes, you I do. really want to know like like the true understanding of what the thing is. So um, that has kind of allowed me to link kind of all these things together and 
you know, now I have um, a cannabis business, a CBD business that's doing well and connecting that with exercise is like a lot of people are seeing that it's like basically seamless. I mean, I'm getting contacting different gyms, I'm going in to different gym spaces with tables. A lot of people are coming to those tables. A lot of people are asking questions. A lot of people get it. A lot of people want to try it. This is without THC, the psychoactivity, but regardless, still a cannabis plant, still cannabinoid. Dude, it's everywhere. And if you, if you are one of the leaders in educating, man, it's like, it's a game changer because it's fucking everywhere and people don't know anything about it. And if you could explain it like you're explaining it in a charming ass way, because you are a charming son of a gun, you, you know, it's, a, it's good for the, it's good for you. I mean, obviously it's good for the industry because the people will learn a little bit more. And that's why we're collaborating here. That's why we're getting this, this content out there, you know? Um, fuck, you I was think gonna, Anyway, go ahead. Using, using cannabis can improve your quality of life significantly. Significantly. Like, I don't think we should ignore that. You know what I mean? Like, in, in favor of, like, popping ibuprofen constantly. You know what I'm oh. saying? No, dude, like, I'm, in, I'm involved. I have, I'm a huge, like, supporter of the cannabis movement. And I want to be, like I said, part of... I know you said in the beginning of this podcast, it's nobody's job to make this, you know, uh, uh, something that's mainstream. It's nobody's job to do that. However, I just feel like with these platforms and if we're able to, let's put, let's put cannabis together with a friendly face, two guys that fucking work hard. They get after it. They help people. They, they, they live a, a, a lifestyle that's, you know, uh, of, 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 you know, some, somebody that's uh, going, getting after living the American dream, something that's very, you know, uh, risky, but at the same time, like inspirational and motivational, you know what I'm talking about? And like people like that can do that shit and still smoke pot and be okay. But, and, and, and like, that's the thing. Like, I just want to find ways to articulate that. And sometimes I go back to, I guess, articulating it, not as, clearly but like i mean like i'm saying like i just think putting it out there like that and and making this a, a name is something that you know it's a reason why i want to do this definitely man like that's exactly it like you know nobody can tell me that i'm lazy because yeah, fuck that it's not it's not true like i you know i wake up every day you know i have a family I feel the same drive of anyone else that you wake up and you know you have to get something done yeah. every single day. You have to find a way to where you can continue to do this day after day after day and push yourself uh, physically, mentally, um, you know, from a career standpoint, I've been the same way. I've never, I've been in multiple positions in my career where people have basically just been like Howard calm down you're just a person with a trainer i mean they've used my maybe may different words but that's ultimately what they've told me and like when you i think when you allow other people to dictate what you are and put you in a in a box like that's where you're going to end up in a box yeah uh, not okay. not understanding what you're really capable of doing now the reality is I I believe if 
you put the work in and you see an uh, opportunity and you and you know that you can um you know take advantage of that opportunity um in two ways one it can help to improve the person who's going to be receiving the service or the product and two it's going to help you um you know maybe make money or live a lifestyle that you want to live <clears throat> something so something that's mutually beneficial um, something that is actually worth what it um, you know does for another person um, then you can do anything as long as you're able to kind of fulfill those those kind of uh, prerequisites right like yeah when it comes to the personal training business it's a matter of like listen do I know what I'm talking about can I actually help people improve their uh, overall health and well-being from their eyes not from just society's eyes not from like oh does the person look fit i mean like does the person function well does the person feel good do their joints feel good do they feel more fluid and athletic yeah do they feel like they're both doing more than they were capable of doing before um are there, you know, all kinds of different things? How, how, you know, are there, inter is there internal health? Has it improved significantly? Like, um, can you do that? You know, that's, that's how you gauge yourself as a, as a health and wellness coach in, in my eyes. And I want, I, all I wanted to do was put myself in a position where I felt like I could answer that and say yes. Um, that included a lot of different education that included a lot of different experiences. And um, continuing to do it, right? Like we never stops. Do it and finding it like you like that's a mindset like getting to that point yeah. where you're thinking like oh there is no stop finish line right nope. like i feel like when i first started you know i feel like there's a finish line i could get to and once right. i hit that finish i was like the best trainer in the world like that was like my way of you know very yeah, simple exist, huh? but then you learn like you always got to see on your toes um, because there's always new information coming out. Uh, there's always new uh, equipment coming out. There's always new fads. Um, and, you know, there's always new ways you can use things to improve your health and well-being. Um, and you become more valuable. You can be the first person to deliver that information. Or when you can put things together in a unique way, that is support supported by science um, and people are start getting results from that as well. So, I mean, it, it can be done basically, I guess totally. the point is just, just a matter of where my mind says that. Let me ask now, you, I, mm -hmm. what do you feel personally? How do you feel personally after workshops are done? So like you do a Viking Ninja workshop, you do a non-it workshop or something from anatomy trains, and you're with all these people for a couple of days, like what are some of the things that you feel after those experiences? So the first thing I wanna say, when I, when I learned about workshops is you have to understand, you have to have experience with humility to be able to benefit from workshops. Um, by that, I mean, like, listen, you can very easily go to a workshop and be disappointed, okay, because 
everyone sees things kind of from a different perspective. And just because they don't see it exactly how you see it, um, doesn't mean that they don't see anything that can be beneficial to you. So going into a workshop, I know it doesn't matter what the workshop is, based on the information I have going in, I'm going to have a bias towards certain information. Okay. Because I've been doing things a certain way for a while. Right. So I'm going to go into it like I already know enough to change someone's life. Is that how you that, when you go into one though? No. So I mean I mean I'm just saying like that's the reality of the situation. Like you go into work, like you already know enough right now to change someone's life, right? Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> now that doesn't mean that you can't learn more. So like that mindset <clears throat> is very difficult because you go into an environment where you have a bunch of different people, there's gonna be a bunch of different opinions. Uh the instructor is probably gonna have a different take on the same thing as you, right? Yeah. Um, but you have to put yourself in a mindset that says I have to be a student and let someone else be the instructor. You know what I'm saying? Like that takes maturity, it takes attunement, it takes a little higher level of, uh, I guess, understanding and commitment to yourself and evolution. Right. Because when I go to workshops, sometimes I hear things and like something in me wants to say, I don't agree with that. And that's fine. You know, like you shouldn't agree with everything. But I also want to have a reason why I disagree with something. Um, so I have to recognize that sometimes right away I'll think I don't agree with that. But by the end of the workshop, I'll walk out like, mm, I definitely agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, interesting. How do you feel about like being around all those people? And is that something that you look into? I mean, you're a social guy. Do you uh, typically like to network and uh, just kind of grow your, I guess, grow your network and just kind of have some fun mingling with the people? Yeah, man. I mean, the, the beauty of the workshops that we go to, you know, especially the, I can't say enough about the Viking Ninja workshop that, yeah, we, that we went to because that felt like, that really felt like just like recess for adults. Yeah, that's interesting. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, like it was it just, cool. it, like, we were just moving, we were doing different things. We had time to like meet, talk to, talk to people, understand people's uh, personalities from coaching. Yep. You know, everybody was open to all kinds of different styles of coaching um, and seeing how, we, how much we can push ourselves, like all different ages. Like, man, there's, like after that workshop, it's like you never want to hear somebody say like, "Well, you know, I'm 40, so my body's kind of breaking down." I'm like, you never want to hear someone say that again because there were people all ages that were crushing it, man. Like, like their bodies were still getting better, and that's like a lot of people think that like you get to a point where you hit a certain age and your performance has to go downhill. It's not true. It's just not true. Dude, I feel younger, if that's possible. I feel younger and more smooth than I did when I was like 22. And if any, like my wife was saying that the other day, she's like, I'm 28 now, I feel 28. I was like, what What the hell does that mean? 28, you're supposed to be like the prime of your life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I mean, numbers are just like, 
numbers are not an indicator yeah of health like we talked about before aging if you think about an aging as like a disease that no one can escape right it's like the disease is as time goes on our body can break down rapidly or not so rapidly right um most people don't even give it a second thought about like things they can do to decrease um, that pace of aging. And most people actually do a lot of activities that accelerate that and don't even realize it. And don't, so it's like they're walking through this world blind, you know what I mean? Just like yep. destroying their, because they have no, they, they can't, they have, they don't even have the concept of that they can actually like, be proactive in uh, slowing down that process. Um, so reversing the process. What do you feel about that? I fucking think first, we can do that. Honestly, how old do you think we can get to? Like how how old and functional? See, I don't. I don't think it's. I don't. I'm also a person that I don't think ultimately I have control over over everything. So I think that there's always an element to where you just don't know. You're always I so, so well-rounded. God, I go, well, I, I want to go, I want to go so hard into like, ah, man, 107. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah, I don't have control over everything. It's such like you are balanced. You, sound like a you don't like, listen, like I could walk across the street hit by a car and all this health and wellness stuff could, could go out the window and say like, Oh, well, did it really help? But like, it's one of those things where it's like, you just do what you can do. Like, like same thing like when you network with people right you're networking you don't know the outcome you just know that there could potentially be an amazing outcome and you know that it's worth doing because it's been proven like but you you also know that another person you can't control that person that person can decide that they just don't want to talk to you you guys everything could potentially line up to where you guys could be an amazing partnership something to pop up in that person's life. Like, that's what I mean. Like, you just don't have, like, you can't pretend like you have control over everything, you know, because then you'll always be disappointed. Yeah, like, for you'll sure. Always be well, that, I mean, that's, I, what about, I've like, I, uh, anyway, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, because your expectations will always be, you know, you'll fall short of them. You'll fall short, short. right. And I'm, what I'm trying to do nowadays is, uh, is uh i'm i'm reading this book called becoming supernatural by joe dispenza okay and he, he talks about the quantum state of being and you know you're talking about control controlling everything getting attached to outcomes coming up short like i just want to try to stay present in a forever state of now you know like i'm trying to yeah. just I'm trying to be as present as possible. I'm trying to, as much as possible, limit my energy to other things, like get everything in line as much as possible. So I don't have so much energy going towards Instagram all the time. It needs to be a little bit more regimented and structured or like, I don't have all this energy towards things that I'm just like slacking. But anyway, like being more present, not being attached to outcomes per se, and just know that the things that are happening are a reflection of you that you need to work on bottom line 
like that's that's my mindset trying to move forward and or i guess in 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 I guess what I'm saying is just being more present, not going forward, but just staying here in the now and doing the best that I can, understanding the moment for what it is and trying to take in as much information as possible and let it, you know, let it interact with me and change me. And, you know, hopefully, you know, according to Joe Dispenza, you can send genetic expression out there so that you can change the environment around you. Are you familiar with this work at all? Um, I'm not familiar with his personal work. I'm I'm familiar with the idea. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I know we've talked about this a little bit before, but like without getting too crazy, you know, I just I I, have an influence on the environment. Say it again. You're basically saying that a person has an influence on their environment. Yeah, exactly. What energy you bring into a situation um, changes the potential outcomes of a situation. Yes, and that's that's basically what being in a quantum state is, you know? But I also think sure. that, I also think that like what we were talking about before, the whole like balance of the body and becoming equilibrium emotionally and hormonally, like that helps us become a little bit more quantum, so to speak. You know what sure. I'm saying? Like we, we yeah. interpret the information so pure that, we are basically transcended and we can understand that the information around us is supposed to be there so that we could, you know, uh, make it fuse with our energy so that we can optimize or understand what the heck is happening so that we can manipulate it and still go about what we're trying to accomplish. Definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. That's just, uh, it's something that I know. And, and, And this is kind of like reconnecting it to not connecting to outcomes and hopefully by being more present, we don't fall short because if you're falling short, you're supposed to be there in that moment to learn something. So let me give you, let me give you like a quick, a quick picture of like how we know that there is a space around us that affects other people. Like imagine the experience you get when you see someone you haven't seen in a long time that you really love and you see them a hundred yards away. Do you understand that that energy, like your body immediately changes, your body chemistry, your emotions immediately changes quickly because of the presence of another individual. That's so. And then, if, if you think about it on another form point of view too, how do you feel when you have a bunch of strangers around you and they're really close to you, right? you kind of feel like you shrink into yourself almost. Yeah. And now if you change those strangers to family, you don't feel that. So like the emotional connections you make, how someone uh, presents themselves in an environment has an effect on your immediate reaction. I mean, and then there's different magnitudes, right? There's some people that walk into a room and you're just like, man, that person just walked into the room. Like they freaking own this entire area. Like their presence is just like unbelievable. Like yes. everyone's turning this person. Now there's people that walk in the room, nobody pays attention. Like, why is it that certain information from someone, whether it's looks, whether it's their charisma, whether it's their posture, uh, whether it's their voice, um, whether it's a uh, past uh, experience you had with that person, 
man, like all that information uh, can be, is taken in by, by our body. Totally do. Consciously. What do, you, the, what do you do? Sorry, Zach, I'm sorry, I cut you off. So I'm saying like the bigger impact can change like the magnitude of that feeling, you know, like. Yeah. It's incredible. No, totally, dude. Um, well, how do you feel about when, like you seem like you're a pretty intuitive guy and, you know, we talked about that before where you see somebody and you're like, wow, that person has got something that is more, uh, you know, more than impactful. It's a different state of presence. So like, you feel like, I feel like you're pretty intuitive. Um, so what do you feel when you're working with somebody regularly who is just giving off the nervous vibe or a vibe of insecurity, like to the high heavens? And, and mm-hmm. let's say that person you, you care about, how do you, how do you deal with that? Um, a lot of times I'll just ask uh, what's, what's been going on. Like honestly, like they'll just like so. Uh, what's been going on? You seem a little, little different today. Everything good? And many times, man, like people will just start spilling. Like you know, like I, I definitely like, get that. Oh, this and this and like this happened. This happened. And like just getting that out of someone, like just someone like getting it out of their system, can help to improve that immediately. Like because. Uh, some, sometimes people don't have anyone around them that they feel like they can share that information with. So, you know, like as a trainer, as a wellness coach, for someone to be able to like share what they're feeling and me not be like, you know, very judgmental at all. Yeah. The first thing I do, I'll just listen to people, just listen to the story. Whether I agree with it or not, I don't really judge a person like say i won't judge that person right away i just like listen to what they have to say because a lot of times it's like i can understand their reasoning like whether or not i agree with their reasoning is different but like i could definitely understand why someone might feel a certain way because of something else you know like i can i can get that now like there's another now it's another thing whether or not i like agree with the outcome but like I, I typically can understand where it's coming from. And then, yeah, and you know what? Like sometimes people just need that outlet to talk to somebody. Yeah. And that's it. You know? Yeah. And, um, and, you know, I think interesting because I fucking get vibes and, you know, I feel vibes. I feel like I understand the energy of a person, you know, to a certain degree, I guess like I'm getting better at it. Um, but like, I understand that I understand it enough to where it can like almost uh unwillingly change my state like i could let it like it would let it i let it bother me enough to where it's like oh okay well i want to i want to make some adjustments you know and that's why i asked you um oh yeah like i mean i mean from a like from a training standpoint like i'll go from i mean an easy way to tune down like the intensity of an exercise is to switch to like more of a body weight, like non-impact type of exercise, which can be extremely hard, but it's typically not as taxing like on the nervous system. Um, Like, cause you can do like a flow workout and it can be very much a parasympathetic activity. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like you're not putting your body in the state where it's like feels threatened because it's so intense. 
but you're putting your, you're training your body, but it's, it's in a way that is creating like almost like balance and like a, a peaceful flow. I don't know. You know no, yeah. 100%. Like we, you know, what we can do is close this out on talking about a little cannabis kettlebell flow with some music in the background. What are your thoughts on that? How does it help you? Have do, has doing the, that type of movement make you, I mean, obviously I know the answer to this, but like talk to me a little bit about how your body feels now because you've been doing stuff like that with the kettlebell, with the mace, doing these flowy type parasympathetic movements with a little bit of, uh, you know, the herb as an aid. How do you feel cognitively, physically, uh, you know, everything? Listen, man, like, when I go through, when I, when I go, when I'm going through like a flow, it's like really me truly getting in tune with like my body and the implement I'm using, whether, you know, in a body weight flow, I consider the implement like the ground or wall or um, just space in general. You're like, you're like understanding how you integrate into the world like that. I love the choice of words. Everything is integrated. Like if you see empty space between you and another object, that space is not empty. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that space is being affected by all the other objects that are around it. Um, Whether it's, when you think about it just from like an air pressure standpoint, there's always pressure in the air there's pressure in different uh latitudes um there's pressure in different depth you know what i'm saying like there's always pressure whether it's air pressure whether it's water pressure there's always pressure in space and that pressure is being affected by the environment and the objects around it you know what i'm saying so i think that's important to understand that there is always something connecting everything like it's all one uh, system that sounds very psychedelic of you (laughs) i I mean but (laughs) i said you see why i say i feel like i just don't like when i when i talk to people who take psychedelics like i'm like oh i can understand like what you're saying but i just don't feel like i have to take psychedelics but i feel like i would love to see I would I would love to go to a show with you one of these days and just like we can do a mandate, dude, a Howard and Danny mandate. Wow, that sounds hilarious. I'm the mandate. <laughs> uh, like and just like and just show you what the heck MDMA is all about. Um, and that's just, you know, it's interesting because all that. I mean, look, dude, it's a resource and it doesn't jive with everybody. Bottom line. Um, but mm-hmm. the narcissist in me wants to be like, dude, someone like you has got to fucking know what this is like. But uh, I guess it's not for everybody, and I don't ever want to force it upon anybody. Nor do I think every. I don't think people should take it. I mean, I, I just I have individual experiences with it, and they've been extremely profound and powerful, and uh, you know, downloading information to an extreme. Um, but like that whole one with all and all one type feeling is very like prevalent, very, very prevalent. And I feel it and I know it. And it, 
it makes sense with that whole quantum state that I'm thinking about too. It's just like everything merges together and like time ceases to exist and it's all happening now. And like you could affect that reality. And then it comes back to like this, this 3d realm and how we're balanced. See, I get on this fucking tandem, dude, don't stop. You can stop me anywhere. Top, just say Danny, 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 that's enough. But you so, get, no, right? well, so I get that. Like, so let's talk about other activities. Like there's different activities that can like get us closer to that feeling like, like guard, like exercise is definitely one. Yes. Right. So, especially exercising in different environments yes is key on a fast too people have said like you know longer fast have gotten them to that state yeah so an interesting thing um i i kind of want people to maybe think about is like exercising in in non-ideal conditions outside it, it really like it really gives you like not idealizing like super hot or cold or what? Well, let's talk about wind. So working out outside when it's really windy, think of how that would affect all the movements that you do. Dude, like, I used to do that a lot, actually, when I was kicking. Right? You can relate to this. You're a football guy. Dude, I would be out there in the wind all the time. And kicking is such a, you know, one of those fluid motions. I learned so much about that. But, yeah, I was outside in the wind all the time. But, yeah, it totally does affect your motion. So, so think of like, we, we think that when perfect weather conditions should be the norm, like that's what we kind of use as a gauge, I guess, like to what things are supposed to be like, mm -hmm. but it's just another, it's just another, I guess, outcome of a lot of different potential outcomes of what things could be like based off of The rotation of the earth, wind patterns, mm -hmm. um, everything, right? So I guess, like, why do we, like, like every different pattern is, is like, connected? Does that make sense? I don't, like, yeah. I don't know if I'm, like, more no, sense or not. No, 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 no. I, I, get, I get where you're coming from. Sometimes. So, sometimes like, I, I think you can understanding for like the continual movement of the world and all the forces and all the energy in the world how it's constantly moving and how that movement um, is necessary for everything to thrive like so like gardening wise I think about that you know because your plants train the plants can be trained right that's what gardeners know is that you know, windiness over a certain uh, amount of time is going to affect your plant. It's going to make it become more firm, right? Because if stress is being applied to it, it reacts to the stress by becoming more firm to prepare for the next time wind comes through. It's not going to be as effective. So to improve its uh, resilience, right? Mm -hmm. Human beings do the same thing. That's why we exercise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I like, like, plants don't do anything, and they just accept the information that they get from the environment and change based off of that, and they're able to flourish just from information that they get naturally from the natural 
system of life in this world. So like, I guess that can show how, how much just weather patterns can affect something, but even the human beings like exercising in cold will affect you differently than it will exercising when it's nice out differently than it will exercising when it's windy differently than it will when you go running in a swamp versus if you're running on a track, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in that way, every force is always affecting us, air pressure, wind, weather conditions, like it's all constantly changing. It's always present all the time. Yeah, dude, I remember the, I remember a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about, we had that plant podcast. We were talking yeah. about how like the roots go all the way down to the ground and it grows all the way to the top when it's all the way into the ground. And you said that they don't do shit. They stay there, they take in the information and then they just be in the circle of life. That's so fucking wild, dude. It's so wild. And human beings have the same capabilities. We just get in our own way with ego and imbalanced issues and all that shit, you know? That's why I'm so yeah. excited about this message here. So, you know what I like, metaphor I like to use, like, so in life, like when things are going really well in life, you think of it as like a nice day, like that's when you can really express express what you have going on in the inside. Like from a plant standpoint, like if a plant firmly establishes its root system, it can be become more glorious when it's an actual nice day. It will it will benefit from all the work underground that it's done during all the times where it wasn't ideal. So like same thing with human beings. If we spend the time when we're in a situation where we're like, oh nothing's happening for me right now. If we spend that time in preparation and improving our spiritual well being, then when times come that are ideal we will be able to express that on a different level. You know what I'm saying? Totally. A transcendent level. Definitely, dude. I get what you're saying. We say, we say a lot of the same shit, man. And that's why, that's why I really appreciate you, man. I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate your knowledge. Every time, every time we get together, I'm, I'm really like inspired every time we get together, whether it's on the football field, we do a collab, we do a video, we do a podcast. Every time I'm in your presence, bro, I'm forced to think I'm, I'm just that much better of a human. So I really appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. Same, same with you, man. Like whenever, whenever we get together, you definitely have an influence on me and your, you know, you have a thirst for knowledge that inspires me as well. Appreciate because that. Because it, you know, it makes me feel like, man, this is definitely worth continuing to get into you know like and yeah. to do things like this which you know like if i hadn't met you i would have never thought about recording as much as we have i would have never thought about that media that met like i wasn't really too keen on like recording when we first talked i was just like nah i'm not interested in podcasts nah, i'm not interested in this and that now i'm found now we're talking like oh well let's do like a little bit like, maybe a youtube series let's you know? do so a so fucking that, weed youtube series that's what we're gonna do like that <laughs> Like I'm, I, I come to the realization that I'm, I, and I've said multiple times, I'm, I'm free of this, dude. I want to talk about cannabis. I want to talk about, I, 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 again, I want, I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm passionate about this stuff, and I want to uh, talk about this resource because it's popular with people, and I, I just want to be that conduit of information to, to relay out there. That's it. 
and we're going to do this, bro. So I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Let's, um, let's, re let's reconnect in a few weeks, just like we've been doing this whole year. And then uh, we'll keep reevaluating and going from there, maybe start setting up some dates when we can do some uh, recording. Maybe we can uh, start with TJ. What, uh, we didn't even come up with any ideas about like name of anything. Do you care about, like, have you thought about any names? I was thinking about high vibes doing like a spinoff well vibes, but like high vibes fitness. I was thinking something about like that. I don't know. Have you thought about anything like that? Um, I, I like that. I mean, I, like high vibes? it's funny you said that. Cause I actually was thinking, I feel like we had to put vibes as a title too, even though, yeah. but then I was like, well, maybe you'll be weirded out. Cause I know I already have well vibes. Like, I like the name. I like, I like the word vibes because I, you know, like we're, we're, we're talking about interpreting information, right? Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. vibration. We're talking about frequency. And, uh, you know, if you're, if you're doing this shit with a loving intent, the vibe is loving. The vibe is good. That word makes me feel very alive. I don't know. And I'm sure that's probably why you put it in well vibes, right? It's a, it's a fun word. And I was thinking about maybe using that and doing like a spin off this, uh, you know, because you are a cannabis guy. And uh, I think it'd be interesting to kind of fuse the two. And I don't know. These are just restored ideas. They could, you know, I thought of other names like Cannabig. <laughs> I don't think, you know fit cannabis i don't know i don't know I, you know you gotta sit down and and have a have a smoke if that works for you or not and uh think about things that might influence you for something creative you know something catchy you got some you know we don't have to rush into it it'll it'll happen in that quantum state it will happen when it happens definitely it'll happen I, I just the kind of the way like I can't force things. Right, me too. Most that I've like done creatively, it's just kind of like we talked a little bit already before about like having a vision of something. Yeah, that's kind of how it works for me. Like, yeah, I, I it just, organically like, happens. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll like I know what information I need to seek, and I'll put all the information out. Like it's almost like I put it in a circle and just allow it to like do its thing and then different things will pop out of that and then I'll decide whether or not that I like it or not but like that's the only way to describe how I think about stuff like that so like totally. until something comes and it's just like oh that makes perfect sense that's when I usually come and be like hey this is what I came up with I had to like you know like we can get deep into all kinds of this this is why this is going to be a YouTube series it's going to be a good oh, like, one. We're going to keep going on rants. <laughs> into the creative mindset, meditating. Like sometimes when I have days off of training that I'm focusing on well bots only, like the most productive thing I can do is sit, meditate, do breathing exercises, and just allow like information to kind of like. Yeah. Do. Ideas for, for sure, bro. I feel it. I'm, I do the same exact thing. I'm the same exact way. And I love hearing that. And I'm excited to, to do more collaborations and just letting these things unfold the way they're supposed to unfold. Until then, body by Bowens. Appreciate you. Yo, I appreciate you too, man. DC Danny Cola in the building. That's it. Ha! And that's the podcast, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode with my friend Howard Bowens at Body by Bowens. Make sure to follow him on Instagram. There's going to be more content to come with my friend Howard Bowens. He's a nerd. 
he says that himself. I'm not calling him a nerd. He just geeks into all this stuff. And it's fun to get his perspective. I learn a lot. And I hope you learn too. That's it, everybody, for the podcast. Make sure if you like what you heard to share this, review it, rate it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you're hearing this, iHeartRadio. Thank you for all the love and the support the last 100 episodes. Let's keep rocking and rolling. Check out my Instagram, at Danny Cola Fitness. Let's connect there. Peace.